Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. SHN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And Happy New Year as we go to the January 1st Sports Break Edition, your history of sports through the great uniform numbers of some milestone moments of some great athletes that have performed these on January 1st throughout history. Before we get to those, let's make sure that you are aware that you can join our newsletter. It's so easy to do. Go to the podcast notes of this very podcast and it's, it's two simple questions that answer and then on every day at 6 30 a.m eastern in your email inbox free of charge cancellation at any time you can get what's going on in the pig pen that's the best of pigskin dispatch jersey dispatch sportshistorynetwork.com and orville mulligan sports writer the great audio drama that we have going on you'll know everything is coming out each and every day from those great venues now, the uniform numbers we'll talk about for January 1st. They're numbers 5, 7, 16, 21, and 15. Now, we could go on and on quite a bit about the Rose Bowl games, quite a f- bit of history on Rose Bowl history. And our first two segments take us to the Rose Bowl, but they are extremely significant. But we're not going to go into great detail on those because we just covered all 108 Rose Bowl games over on Pigskin Dispatch. Uh, if you go to pigskindispatch.com and go into the search mode of the little search box up at the top right-hand corner, put in Rose Bowl, you will see all 108 games plus much more on a Rose Bowl stadium. So we won't uh, t- tie you up too much with that here on this one. But January 1st, 1902, it's significant to talk about. It was the first Rose Bowl game at Tournament Park in Pasadena, California. Michigan soundly defeated Stanford 49 to nothing, with the most valuable player being Neil Snow, the fullback of Michigan. Now that was sort of a thrown together game. The Rose Bowl Stadium was not built for some 21 years uh, prior to that. And actually the game uh, didn't resume for over a decade after this one, even though there were some attempts to do that. But it was sort of a sideshow attraction for the Tournament of Roses parade and celebration of that in that community. On January 1st, 1919, it was the fifth Rose Bowl game at Tournament Park in Pasadena, California. The Great Lakes uh, Navy defeated the Mare Island Marines a 17 to nothing. Most valuable player in that game was George Hallis. That, that name sounds familiar because he was a great player, coach, and owner of the Chicago Bears. Decatur Staley's to Chicago Staley's to Chicago Bears. Now, January 1st, 1943, will take you to the hockey realm. And the Chicago Blackhawks fielded the first trio of brothers to play together in an NHL game. 
Max Bentley, who wore number five, Doug Bentley, number seven, and Reggie Bentley appeared in the lineups for the Hawks in a 6-5 victory over the New York Rangers at Chicago Stadium. Max would become a Hockey Hall of Fame member as he was on three Stanley Cup championship teams and won the Hart Memorial Trophy for the 1945-1946 season. Doug is also in the Hall of Fame. He played mostly left wing and was part of the famed Pony Express line of the Hawks alongside his brother Max. Now, Doug finished in a top four for the Hart Trophy three times during his 13-year career. His best season was in 1943-44 season when he scored 38 goals in 50 games. Now, Reg's only recorded season was that 1942-1943 season. Next, we'll take a stop on the calendar, January 1st, 1961. It was the first American Football League Championship game. It was at Jepson Stadium in Houston as the Houston Oilers defeated the Los Angeles Chargers 24-16 in this AFL title game. Hall of Fame quarterback number 16, George Blanda, threw three touchdown passes and three conversions and also kicked a field goal in this game to score those 24 points for Houston. We had another AFL championship game, January 1st, 1967, at War Memorial Stadium in Buffalo. The Kansas City Chiefs knocked off the Buffalo Bills 31-7. Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback number 16, Len Dawson, threw two touchdown passes in this game, and running back number 21, Mike Garrett, ran for two more scores. On January 1st, 1974, Ernio DeGregorio, number 15 of the Buffalo Braves franchise, dished out 25 assists in the Braves' 120-119 victory over Portland, establishing an NBA single-game record for assists by a rookie player. Now that is some great uh, history of sports history for January 1st. Now kicking off the year right, talking about these great uh, attractions in sports history and the great athletes that performed them with the uniform numbers. Hope you enjoy it. We've got this going on all year long. Hope you join us each and every day. And until tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day. We're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out, so we got to put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. 
Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.